Hi, thank you. Um, uh, I just want to start by saying that um, I'm not a sociologist and I'm very intimidated. Uh, is it? I'm very intimidated by the rigorousness of everybody's methodologies. Um, I don't even normally give talks, so um, that's that's just to um, say that if you know if I if my if any of my terms come across as crude and vulgar, forgive me. Um, and if the presentation's shambolic, I normally teach art practice. I'm just shuffling around a studio, you know, saying put a bit of red up there and have you thought about this and so I'm, I'm, I'm out of my comfort zone big time <laughs> <laughs> okay so I teach on the goldsmiths um, fine art degree um, and the fine art degree has a, a does have a rather fearsome reputation for being very tough um, it's very selective um, the the um, in the the year that, that uh, we began our outreach work, um, it was the pre-fees year, so there was a spike in applications. <coughs> um, but in this year, which I believe was like 2010 or 11, we had um, 1,400 applications for 70 home EU places. So it's very tough competition. Um, we're in the heart of New Cross, um, but the demographic... Um, of our course is almost exclusively white um, and, and relatively affluent. Um, when we, we looked at the figures, uh, we were ev um, fine art tends to be um, very white and also very affluent. And we're, we're worse than almost all the other courses. Um, so we have... Um, so um, just to give you an indication, the... Reg the um, the, the proportion of white students studying fine art on, on fine art <coughs> courses nationally is 92%. Um, Goldsmiths is very slightly higher than that. Um, socioeconomic um, groups, one to three on fine art courses is 63%. Um, at Goldsmiths, it's 73%, so much more affluent. Um, and um, around the time of the £9,000 fees, Staff um, on the course started to feel very anxious that this was going to be a further deterrent to um, non-traditional students applying to us. Um, and we had a departmental board um, where some of us brought this up and talked about how we, what we should do, should we do something about it? Um, and there was quite a fierce argument in this board. Um, quite, quite a number of staff believed that the cream naturally rose to the top, um, and that it would that it that it would be wrong to start interfering. Um, but a majority of staff felt really, um, really strongly that in their time at university at at art school the diversity had been much more, um, that, that they weren't seeing as many working class students coming through. Um, and people were very troubled about it. And uh, my head of department um, is, is great, but, he, and he, but he's very, also very direct. And he more or less said to me, OK, Alison, you're the one that's bleating loudest about this. You sort it out. 
So um, it was down to me as departmental access and recruitment um, tutor to think about what we could do. And actually, we were all the, the staff that were on board with trying to think about what changes we could make, we were baffled. <coughs> And we had so many meetings where we sat around and scratched our heads and said, well, do you think, do you think we should go to the, like, all the local colleges and, like, do a talk? Um, do you think we should look at where we've had applications from? Do you, think we, do you think we shouldn't leave the north of the country out? Do you think what... Um, and it was all... It was chaotic thinking. Um, and it was kind of fortuitous at the time. Annette... Um, Hayton was um, head of outreach at Goldsmiths and sort of at the same time Annette um, was trying, had been trying to get hold of um, a couple of the, the very competitive courses at Goldsmiths because Goldsmiths has a really good uh, tradition of widening participation but not in some of the selective courses so courses like ours and music remained very, very resistant um, to widening participation. So, um, and, and um, just anecdotally, Annette had tried to contact one of our, um, our heads of department at, at some stage previously and been told, I don't talk to support staff, I don't talk to, I don't, I don't talk to, speak to my secretary. So there was a kind of terrible kind of elitist hierarchical thinking previously in the department um, and our new head of the department was very different he's Canadian, he kind of um, you know, very straightforward, often very um, you know, puts his foot in it but, but actually very open as well so these things came together, you know, there's a, there was the fees there was the will of the staff there was a net um, uh, ready with a uh, a huge amount of um, help and support um, and there was a new head of department who was very open uh, to change. Um, we had never in my uh, time at Goldsmiths had a successful applica application from our local FE college. They simply didn't apply to us um, It was as if we, we existed in parallel universes. Um, and what, um, what um, Annette and I decided to do together with um, a, uh, some other um, people in the college, so um, staff from the Department of Education, Dr Anna Carlyle, um, Polly Haste from Sociology, and various other people who came and came and um, input into the um, project. Um, we set about deciding what, what we could do, really, to, um, to think of some strategies within the department. Um, and the first thing that we did was we, um, we all looked at Art for a Few, um, Burke and McManus. Um, and that was very, um, I mean, so many of us recognised that idea of misrecognition. Um, and, um, it, it, you know, we, we, all, we all felt that we, that we had committed all sorts of misguided decisions um, 
But anyway, so we so the the art for a few was circulated within the department. Um, Anna Carlisle um, set up a project with this um, methodology called Illuminate, which uses um, uh, students as researchers. Um, so she and Polly and um, other outreach workers went into Lewisham College and Lambeth College, our local colleges, with our student ambassadors and um, got the students to um, set the research project, say, you know, what, what, what questions have you got here? What, what, what are the issues for you? Um, and um, the data that we collected from that, those surveys um, was really... Um, survey and the um, separate to the SARS. Yes. Um, there was a survey on there was a there was a survey on students' perception of goldsmiths, um, but there was also um, at the same time there was sampling of um, students studying locally and students studying in goldsmiths. Um, and this was very interesting because it showed that um, contra contrary to what we thought that, that black and ethnic minority students just didn't study art, they actually studied art in huge numbers locally. Um, and if you look at this um, ethnic mix, it's very mixed at BTEC level. But then if you look at foundation, you see how suddenly um, the proportion of white students is 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 suddenly huge um, and our course always expected a foundation course so that extra year suddenly stood out as a real barrier um, and of course middle-class parents would just think of course you would want to do an extra year in college why would you not want to do an extra year in college it's so great but really when you think about the um, the cost of that, if you're struggling, that's a huge barrier to applying to goldsmiths. So one of the things we did was we, we decided to, oh, and then if you look at um, the BA Fine Art mix, it's um, suddenly even bigger, um, a white proportion. And I have to say that this circle was actually quite affected by the fact that overseas students took part in the survey. So you, you are looking at ethnic minorities from the overseas cohort in there. But this made us realise that we had to, we had to rethink foundation. We and, and we decided that we would look at BTEC students more seriously and that we would make that more explicit in our literature. Um, the um, the concerns that came out of the um, SARS, the Students as Researchers um, project, um, highlighted that fees were a, a huge concern. Um, also, the idea that that fine art didn't lead to didn't lead to a kind of job in animation, or it didn't lead to a graphic design um, job, um, and parents' concerns were a huge factor. 
Um, and we assumed that maybe a, a lot of these parents maybe didn't know artists. Maybe they didn't know that a career um, post-fine art course can lead to um, a fairly diverse range of career options. Um, and the other thing we realised was that the that, that fine art is, I mean, we knew it anyway, but fine art is an incredibly exclusive kind of um, field. Um, and um, and the, the Illuminate material really shone a harsh light on some of our, our practices. So where we thought that doing a, a, a sort of widening participation visit uh, to the college was a great thing to do, what came back to us from the students was that they thought we were really stuck up. <laughs> they, I mean, they, um, and they, they said that in no uncertain terms. Um, it, they found it an a alien atmosphere. Um, they said, um, just to quote one student, you, you bring us in, you tell us there's um, uh, 1,400 um, applicants for 70 places. You terrify us with those kind of statistics. Um, and that was really salutary. Um, and we realised that we, what we thought was working was actually repelling them in, in, in some... I mean, it wasn't all bad. Um, some of the things that we found out really they did like was that they loved the ambassadors. Um, student ambassadors were seen as... was just like them. Um... <coughs> They were friendly, they were seen as kind of mentors, they were able to kind of guide them and answer questions. Um, and we, 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 we realised that um, we needed to do um, outreach activities that, that improved the knowledge base of, of um, our local students. So um, open, open their knowledge up to what kind of careers are um, available after a fine art degree. Um, you know that's a very you know that's a very grey area what you do after a fine art degree but but I have to say that um, uh, a lot of the students were choosing not to apply to competitive courses um, and I would say that a degree from a course like Goldsmiths stands students in a much better position for a future career um, they, they get exposed to a lot of international opportunities there's a lot of support there's a lot of money support there's a lot of prizes um, so um, anyway I'll talk about that later um, and um, so what came out from uh, the students was that fitting in was a really um, tricky thing for them and and it, and it brought Bourdieu's idea of habitus out in a very, very stark light. Um, you know, it, it suddenly felt, habitus felt absolutely real for these students, that they felt like fish out of water. Um, and that, you know, the, the tried and tested things that we'd been doing were, were of limited value. Um, so we decided, we decided that we'd, 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 we'd we'd try and build on the things that they were responding well to. So um, more work with ambassadors, ambassador placements in 
um, in the, the colleges in Lambeth and Lewisham, um, and ongoing relationships with one member of staff, and that ended up basically being me, um, so that they, they felt very familiar with me. Um, I'd go and visit them, they'd come and visit us. Um, when it came to qualifications and and education, we had we had um, we 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 did decide to to look more favourably on BTEC. Um, but one of the one of the things that came out also was that looking at where mo a lot of our students come from are foundation courses that actually have got Goldsmiths alumni in them. So Goldsmiths alumni know how to build a portfolio for Goldsmiths, they know how to develop their students' cultural capital in such a way that they can make excellent applications to Goldsmiths, they can prepare them, they have insider knowledge. Um, and um, so they're, they're, these students are, are um, benefiting from a lot of soft information um, in, a, in a very direct way. Um, and I would say that middle-class students generally um, benefit from a lot of soft information, um, you know, not, not hard information that's on the website, you know, like you, you put 10, you will be required to put 10 slides of work, uh, you will have to have completed a BTEC and a foundation. What, when we looked at the, the website, we realised that actually it wasn't very helpful, you know, if you were completely alien to the process. It didn't actually tell you very much about the details of what we, we were really looking for, that we're actually looking for a very, we're looking for somebody with ideas, that we're looking for students who can pursue their own projects. So we also worked on that um, on the website. We, we also decided that we would have to really work on soft information with the local students. So. Um, we had them in for um, portfolio preparation, we had them in for interview process, uh, interview um, practice, um, and we also talked to the college lecturers who, who, were, who were very um, fearful for their students. They, they, they didn't want to put them up for what was what was possibly a horrible failure. They didn't want to put them up for um, a rejection by Goldsmiths. And they also didn't want to put them up for what had been traditionally a really horrible interview where uh, staff tried to trick you and, and intimidate you. This, this is, you know, going back a long time, but this is the reputation that Goldsmiths interviews have always had. Um, and so the, the, the lecturers from Lewisham and, and Lambeth were, were more focused on trying to get their students placed and, and, and aiming comfortably for their students. Um, so we, we, one of the things we decided to do was to set up a summer school. Um, and um, we invited um, 
we got in touch with um, the brilliant thing about this was that um, the uh, Department of Art on its own could not have done this without um, really really close working relationship with the outreach department uh, we had no idea how to we had no idea about aim higher schools we had no idea how to access networks of schools we had no idea how to find out if schools um, were um, had a high majority of BEM students we, we just you know we, we really depended on the outreach department for that um, and Annette and I had a meeting with um, all the local education leaders in um, North and East and South London no, North and East London to to ask them to um, talk to their schools and nominate talented students who they think would benefit from the, um, the summer school. The summer school is a two-week course in the Goldsmith Studios um, run on um, almost exactly the same lines as the degree courses. It's um, every student got a, uh, their own studio space, um, they got free materials, um, individual tuition, we had ambassadors working with them, um, we um, they we try to make it as easy and accessible as possible. Free lunch. Um, we <coughs> tried to fine art is is the 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 behaviour around fine art is very um, is very um, elite and quite closed. So in the local area, there's lots of galleries. Um, they're not public galleries. They're set up probably by RX students, but they're open. And a lot of these students didn't know that they were open. They didn't know that they could just walk in and look at art. They didn't know that every Thursday there would be a party going on with free drink and, and uh, <laughs> nibbles somewhere in North, West, uh, North and East London, and that they could just be a part of that. So the summer school, we, we, we started doing that. You know, we would take them out and say, you, you can go in there whenever you like, you know. You don't have to, you know, it's not private. Um, so just sort of opening out the local area um, to, um, to what they're entitled to uh, partake in. Um, so when it came to applying, very few students had applied. The competitive application was seen as a real barrier. Um, Art for a few um, really um, gave us an idea of where we might have been going wrong in interviewing, and this idea of the cream rising and that the cream you cut the cream off there, um, because um, the idea of students' potential um, was something that was really strong for us. And that students might come in at a lower level, but might, you know, demonstrate the potential to to move way beyond um, another student. Um, and that and that's a very inexact science. Um, so a lot of this was very, a lot of this was very tentative. Um, as I said, we did um, preparation work and um, on, had ongoing contact and the, f the first thing that that struck me uh, in my relationship with the with Lewisham students 
was that they were so passionate and so committed and they were so much artists um, uh, they had equal passion as, uh, the, completely they were they were equally passionate as as the the highest achieving students that we would get applying to us but there was something um, there was they were less developed um, they were less informed because they hadn't had the the um, the, the childhood of museum visits and uh, you know Tate art clubs um, so um, one of the things that we decided to do was to um, get the Lewisham students through the first round of um, cut-off. So we have a portfolio review, which is a horrible cull. And we just look at 10 or 12 slides of work. And it's basically, it's just in, out, in, out. It's, it's not that crude, but, but it's very hard to see the person behind, behind that. Um, so we decided to get the Lewisham th students through that process and um, guarantee them an interview. Um, they had to do, they had to upload their portfolio, they had to do everything else. It wasn't a kind of, uh, you know, we just come on in. They, they had to do all the things that, that UCAS demands of you. Um, and, I mean, but... Um, and actually, three, um, three of the four students that applied in the first year got places. We didn't guarantee a place um, because f a fine art course isn't for everyone. Um, you know, it's a very demanding course. It's, you know, it, it, you, you are left on your own a lot. You have to be very self-directed and very tough. So um, one of those students was unsuccessful. Um, but... The, the whole idea of habitus is so um, so strong when you're doing interviews with students. Uh, middle class students walk into the interview and they, they're talking to you as, an, you know, as they're adults. They, they're <coughs> completely familiar. Um, they, they look you in the eye and speak to you about um, the same kind of things that you're interested in. They've seen the shows you've seen. Um, they're aware of really complex um, concepts in contemporary art. Um, that that unless you were were really schooled and coached in that, um, you 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 can't get from reading a book. Um, I, I I don't quite know how to explain it, but contemporary art, um, mo the the history of modernism in art, was is was is so kind of like rapid and radical that you know by 1917 we're down to a black square, uh, by 1914 we're down to a urinal. You know if you don't understand the kind of conceptual um, or um, uh, ontological questioning that have gone on there you're completely baffled by that so it's a very it's a very complex it's a very difficult field um, and you know you, you see that difference very um, markedly <coughs> between middle class students and local students you know a local student might one student uh, will not stop calling me miss you know, no matter how many times I say, please, we're just like adults, stop calling me miss. <laughs> um, he won't. Um, but, you know, those kind of hierarchical things are very, you know, they're kind of quite painful. 
So the, the, the we aim to kind of foster like this um, this group of about 20 to 24 um, in and really build up a kind of group um, group feeling. So they do a lot of stuff together. We um, they put on a show together. Um, we maintain the same model as the BA, so there's a lot of peer learning. We've got sixth form, we've got BTEC, we've got students who are just about to um, go on to the BA, and we have ambassadors. So there's sort of four years of people working together. So there's a lot of peer learning goes on there. It, it also helps to um, make the students feel confident that, that when they do start in their first year, there'll be people they know already um, we bring them um, we invite them in for um, reunions um, and we do uh, catch up portfolio workshop even if they're not applying to us um, that's um, you know that's that's actually a really you know a good feels good to do that you know to, to not to not feel like you're recruiting to actually be um, wor working with students that that aren't going to be part of your, you know, ticked box. Um, and the the argument about dumbing down that um, we we did have at um, at departmental board, um, it sort of didn't didn't happen um, because actually tutors reported back that that these students were bringing all sorts of really strange perspectives that really confused the kind of comfortable um, understanding of, of art practice um, so you know uh, local issues we we'd never had local issues in artwork before you know um, a, a local student talking about gang culture from a local perspective um, um, an Islamic student from the East End talking about his love of pre-Raphaelite pictures of um, men in um, armour and uh, maidens um, you know really complex interesting fascinating stuff so um, uh, we, we found that it was really kind of like expanding stuff rather than feeling like, oh, there are these people that we, you know, they're not really that good, but it was absolutely, this, this was the fear from some staff. Um, so the, the field itself um, challenged. Um, and I like this um, quotation that Annette gave me from uh, Scott Page about going on the offensive. Um, and looking at it as something um, that improves um, improves us, and it certainly—I mean, if you think about the history of art, it certainly has, you know, some of the the really um, <coughs> radical things that have been developed in <coughs> contemporary art. You know, have come from artists from an outsider's perspective. Mona Hatoum's um, sculptures on Palestine, or um, uh, Yinka Shonibari, um, or you know, working class artists like Damien Hirst, love him or hate him, um, and uh, Tracy Emin. Um. And um, the 
you know, there was no. The, it's not that we kind of thought that we'd fixed it, that, that, and that there's um, there's an answer to any of this. It's very complicated, and it's constantly shifting. And um, I don't think there's kind of like you can say, okay, well, the admissions process is guilty, or the schools are guilty. Um, so really, for us, it's kind of about keeping open to what we can do. Um, but the idea that habitus is not fixed and that universities make a, should make a difference to students um, is really important. Um, and regarding WP, um, outreach activities is a field where amazing transformations can happen. Um, consciously transgressing existing organisation and cultural boundaries um, we make a big point of inviting parents into the summer school so we have a party at the end and we make sure that the parents come and, and we, we make sure that we talk to them and we get to know them um, and I also target, I make sure that um, I target the most um, prestigiously research active members of staff to do work on the summer school as well, I kind of feel their collars because I, I, I also think it's really important that they they're not um, that they don't get nice middle class ladies like me um, talking to them uh, about you know they don't feel like they've just got the pastoral staff working with them so they get the the the, the, the artists that are, are working internationally that have got shows at the serpentine or the Tate um, and they are often um, really transformed. Um, you know, a couple of, of, of members of staff who were very sceptical in critical studies, particularly. Um, critical studies is a very difficult field. It's very challenging at Goldsmiths. Um, and the critical studies staff in particular were very frightened. You know, the anxiety was around all the support that would need to be put in place. And there is a lot of extra work that's landed on them. But I have to say that they've really risen to it. Um, and uh, what was really, what was, I think what was very important for us was that the, we had the theory and the practice. And the theory gave us the confidence, really, to, to carry out um, things um, that you know we, we didn't we didn't know whether these things would work um, but having um, having the outreach department having the surveys and also um, Annette Polly Haste and I wrote a paper on the project together that was that was very um, it gave us a lot of confidence because we could share that with the staff um, so that they could see, you know, communicating the mission was very important. The fact that it was very collaborative um, also. Um, I mean, a lot of these things I feel like I'm just repeating. Um, but, but I suppose, very importantly, you know, all partners are going to be challenged. All partners are going to have to change. Um, and that, that um, we, we have to keep on building in evaluation into what in, in what we're doing you know not think that we've fixed it um, last year we had a change of staff suddenly all my 
everything I thought I'd communicated really well just broke down. And suddenly all the, um, the um, local students hadn't been pushed through the portfolio process because there was a new member of staff. It had all just got lost. There was no paperwork. Um, so making sure that those processes are there uh, and that you're communicating every year, like, remember, this is what we're doing. Um, <laughs> really important. Um, and um, so, so now we've had four years of the summer school. Um, we have we we um, have a progression agreement with Lewisham, um, which is formalised. Um, uh, brilliant success <coughs> is that um, we had I think we had f five or six students in our first year coming from Lewisham and Lambeth College. All of them passed, um, graduated with a 2-2 two -two or a 2-1. Um, and we had some particular successes. Um, uh, Nazanin Sharif from Lambeth, um, in her first year she was um, the recipient of the Painter Stainers Prize as the best painter in her year, 12,000 pounds. And in the final year, um, Mona Osman, um, who was from Lewisham, won two prizes. So she won Best Painter um, and the Warden's Purchase Prize. So it was actually a fantastic um, year that, of, of seeing these students through and realising that actually they're really capable of moving so far in, the, in, that, in those three years. It was very exciting. Um, and um, what, uh, I th the, the other things that have, I mean, the confidence that it's given the, the, the department to, to actually tackle um, talking about these issues is really great. And our course leader, um, was talking to um, an artist recently and and he kind of he was really excited about it this this artist said oh this is just great um, you know I feel really strongly about this and I've been wanting to kind of set up a scholarship so you know we've suddenly got a twenty thousand pounds scholarship specifically for um, widening participation um, and I think another thing um, that just come brings me back to um, you know the the snotty um, hierarchical way that uh, the head of department spoke to Annette about dealing with um, widening participation and outreach is we recently had a, a round of um, applications for staff for academic staff and um, it, it's it's a kind of measure of how confident the department is about speaking their mind that a very new member of staff just sent out an, uh, an all group email saying hey you know we're doing all this great work in widening participation please go and find all the friends you have who who are you know black and ethnic minority artists tell them to apply please because look at us you know we're all white and middle-aged 
so that was kind of like um and we, we did actually recruit um we 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 had an all-woman shortlist and we recruited um really successfully um but that's just a kind of measure of how um this this you know this project has kind of opened up our department you know something that's not easy but um you know and there are, there are difficulties but generally it's been very exciting what i thought was going to be a complete nightmare burden job actually turned into a very exciting and rewarding um experience okay thank you very much